Before I begin today's show, I want to take a moment and talk about what happened in Texas. As a pastor, my heart breaks for the church, uh, the First Baptist Church family. Nearly half of the congregation was shot dead as a gunman entered and opened fire. The pastor's 14-year-old daughter was one of the victims. A two-year-old was shot. Another four-year-old boy is in critical condition after being shot four times. My heart breaks for the families. We cannot understand this type of evil. And I'm not going to try to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to try to say that it's because we're approaching the end times or because mental illness is a heart condition. And these kind of things shouldn't happen, especially in a place as solemn as a church. And so I sit here behind the microphone and my heart breaks for these families. My heart breaks for the pastor and his wife. They were out of town in another state when the shooting happened and they learned that their daughter had died. And I just wanted to take a moment in this podcast and pray for the victims and their families. Because I believe if we as Americans don't come together, we don't hold hands, we don't stand together in unity. And as the church, and and, and I'm a Christian, I'm a church man, I'm a pastor, and so if the church doesn't stand together and help fellow Americans heal from these fresh wounds, we need to stand together. And so I'm going to lead us in prayer But before we do, we're going to take a moment of silence so that you can pray. And then I want you to agree with me in prayer as we pray for the victims and their families. So I'm going to get off of the microphone right now, and we're going to have a solemn moment of silence in prayer for the victims and their families. Father God, we pray for the First Baptist family in Texas. Lord, my heart breaks as Americans are heartbreak. Lord, what happened was unspeakable evil, a tragedy. For innocent life, people come into a church to feel safe and secure, and, and that security was ripped away by gunshots. And I ask right now, Father, that you comfort the families of the victims. Lord, we know that the victims, if they knew you and they believed in Jesus Christ, that they are in heaven with you rejoicing. But Lord, our hearts here are broken. And the families who are left behind are left to mourn, brokenhearted. And so, Father, I pray that you would just bless each family member. Give them strength to get through these dark days. I pray for the pastor and his wife, Lord, as they mourn the loss of their 14-year-old daughter. Lord, as a pastor, my heart really breaks for him. Because here's a man who feels called to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ, and 
and that gospel message cost him his daughter's life. Father, I pray that you would just comfort them. Lord, that they would not lose their faith, that they would stay strong in you, and they would learn to trust you, no matter what life continues to throw at them. But Father, I pray that you would just comfort these families, give them grace when they need it. I ask these things in the name of Jesus Christ, your Son. Amen. Do you have a message to share and wonder, how do I get heard? Broadcasting from the land of 10,000 lakes? Welcome to the J.B. Sism Show. This show will motivate you with clarity and help you find your voice so you can take your message to the next level. Now here's your host, Jason Sism. And my goal each and every week is to take everything that I do to the next level. My goal each week is to give you the tools that you need so you can transform lives and reach the world with the message that God has put on your heart. Well, my friends, after a solemn opening, welcome to episode 122 of the JV Sism Show. Today we're talking about why we should not lose faith in what we write. You know, one week ago, we started NaNoWriMo, and now that you're doing your best to try to beat that deadline, maybe without purpose in your writing. Well, my friends, does that sound like you? And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about NaNoWriMo. We're going to be talking about writing with purpose. And as we go through the motions of meeting our word count each day, we must not forget the reason we write. We write to entertain, educate, Encourage and inspire people to action. So, get out your pens. You're going to need them. This is going to be fun. And we have a great episode in store for you. All right, my friends. My name is Jason Sism. Welcome to today's show. Well, I do say welcome to today's show. And yes, it was a solemn opening and... I didn't quite know how to open the show after that, so I just decided, well, we're just going to jump right into the theme music here, and then we're going to dive into today's topic. And 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 in some regards, I, I find the topic um, interesting because in light of everything that happened in Texas, our goal and our job as writers is to really is to not only entertain, but really to educate, to encourage, and and to inspire people to action. And, you know, we we hope that as, as people read our work, as people listen to our lives being poured out onto the page, whether it's in fiction, or whether it's in newspaper print, or blog post, the prayer really should be, am I writing with purpose, and am I writing to give people a better life here on this world? You know, I, 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 there's no doubt that NaNoWriMo is, is a lot of fun. There's no doubt that it's challenging at the same time, and, and I got to tell you, I'm, I'm ahead of the challenge curve, but yesterday, I didn't write, and it's not because I didn't want to write, I just didn't write, and... 
I failed in my job of meeting my word count. And so, so we're doing everything we can to try to meet these word count goals. I mean, 1,667 words. That's what we're trying to reach every day. And, and if we're just trying to meet a deadline without a purpose of why we write, I believe that we should then give up on the NaNoWriMo challenge. Now, I don't say that lightly either, you know, because I believe if you truly want to publish your work someday, that this experience cannot just be a challenge. I believe this whole experience should be there to help you write something that can really change somebody's life. Our goal, our goal as writers is to change people's lives, to to help more people connect with their inner self, connect with God, connect with the life around them. And so, you know, anything that I write, so whether I'm I'm writing a blog post like the one that's attached to this audio episode, um, whether I'm writing a book or a magazine article, my goal is to not just um, entertain my, you know, with my words. But my goal is, especially as a writer, is to inspire you into action, inspire you to trust God, even in the midst of the tragedy that we just experienced yesterday. And I know there's going to be a lot of questions that are going to come out, and, and writers will be tasked with the job of trying to explain to the American people what happened in Texas. And so, as we sit down to write, as we sit down to ponder the message that God has put in our heart, we need to stop and think, is what I'm writing bringing purpose? Is what I'm writing bringing inspiration? Not just entertainment. You see, I, I, I honestly truly believe that as writers, we need a purpose. We need to have some kind of a focus when it comes to writing. And and then so today I really want to talk about these four, you know, these four areas of, of writing that we need to be focusing on um, in our craft. We need to be focusing on entertainment because we do write to entertain. We write to, you know, get people to look outside of themselves for just a moment, entertain them. Our goal is to educate people. So even in the midst of our entertainment, our goal should be to educate people so that they are informed. And then our goal is to encourage people. We want to encourage people. We want to enrich their soul, enrich their lives, enrich their spirit by encouraging words. And then our goal is to inspire people into action. And so as you work towards meeting your 1,667 word goal each day, I want you to know that we write to entertain, educate, encourage, and inspire people to action. So let's dive into these. It's going to be a short episode today because I... Um, my mind is just kind of scattered right now, especially in light of what happened yesterday. So we're going to keep this short and, uh, pithy (laughs) if we will. Number one, your writing should entertain. 
Your writing should entertain. You know, do you remember reading, you know, that last exciting book? Do you remember when you laughed or you cried or you just flat out enjoyed a book or enjoyed a newspaper article or enjoyed something that you've read? You know, the goal as a writer is to really entertain. I mean, right now I'm I'm reading um, uh, a couple different books and I'm loving them. I'm, I'm reading a, a Mark Dawson book right now. Mark Dawson um, is a British author, British self-published author. And, and he's got some really excellent books out there. And so I, I'm reading, I finished one of his books and I'm reading a second one right now. And I love it. It's a, it's a fantastic book. It's, it's entertaining. It, it gives kind of a, a inside look as to how people in North Korea are living. And so, you know, it's entertaining, but yet it's, it's kind of riveting in the fact that some of this stuff I didn't know, and I, I looked some of this stuff up, and sure enough, it's, it's, it's very accurate. So I know he's done his research. And so um, I, I, I'm enjoying the book. It's, it's entertaining. I'm also reading another book. It's a book on writing, and the book is hilarious. It's, it's, a re, it's, it, it's an educational book, but yet it's incredibly entertaining. And so why, why do I bring these two books up? Because maybe, maybe you've read an article that was entertaining or you, you read a, a teaching book that, that kept you riveted to the last sentence. You know, this is the kind of writing we need to work on. You know, anybody can write 1,667 words. But if I believe if there's no meaning behind them, no meaning that's going to entertain the reader and help them enjoy your work, I think you should just hang up the hat and call it a day. Because as we work through these daily challenges through NaNoWriMo this month, I encourage you to to kind of take a look at your your finished work at the end of the day and ask yourself this one question. Did I enjoy what I wrote regardless of any changes that need to be made? Because as we're just shoving words out the door here, there are things that are going to need to be cleaned up, things that are going to need to be fixed. But the goal is, if if you don't enjoy what you write, then why are you writing? So the goal is regardless of changes that you need to make. So put those to the side for a moment and start thinking about what it is that's entertaining in what you wrote. That's the goal. So, is your work entertaining? Is it going to keep you riveted to the last sentence? That's the question you need to, an- you need to answer. Number two, your writing should educate. Your writing should educate. Okay, think, think back to your childhood for a moment. Think back to one of your first books that you read. Okay, do you got it? All right. You received new found knowledge. And then you had to tell your parents every juicy morsel you learned. See, our writing should be no different. Our writing should not only entertain, but our writing should educate to where we have this newfound knowledge that we have to do something with. We got to tell somebody about our knowledge so that we can help more people. So, 
Knowledge increases your ability to help people. And so if, if, if we arm ourselves with knowledge, now not all knowledge is good, not all knowledge is bad. But if we, if we arm ourselves with knowledge, we're going to have something that we can use in our daily life. And so as, as, you sit down, as you sit down to write, what is it, ask yourself this question, what is it that you're trying to tell the reader? What one thing, what one thing do you want the reader to pull out of so that they can apply your words to their life? What, what, what's that one morsel, that one piece of knowledge you want them to pull out of? Even if it's in a novel. You know, maybe maybe it's an education of what, you know, uh, of what a character in the book is going to do. So it might not be useful knowledge to your life, but it's going to help you write the scene, the next scene. You know, in, in, in one of the scenes that I'm writing right now in my book, I, I revealed something about a character. I revealed the fact that this guy sort of has a soul, but he's able to quickly turn it off and and redirect his anger elsewhere. So, you know, you think, well, maybe maybe the guy finally is broken. You know, you knew he was a bad guy, but he just kind of took a turn for the worse. <laughs> you know, so I'm arming my reader with knowledge. I want them to pull something out. Now, they might not be able to apply that particular thing to their life, or can they? You know, is there situations that, that, that are in my reader's life where they're like, you know what, maybe I do need to stop thinking more about myself and I need to start thinking more about others. You know, so the goal is what can they pull out of and apply to their life? You see, writing is a gift and, and using our knowledge to give people new wisdom or knowledge I believe it's totally worth the effort and it's totally worth its weight in gold. You know, for using this in a novel setting, you know, even though it's a made up story, you know, it's got to be grounded in reality. And, and so I think, you know, this is where our research really comes into play. The better the research, the better the story, and the more we're going to be able to educate our, writer, our, our readers about the topic that we're writing. You know, so this Mark Dawson book that I'm reading, I didn't know some of the stuff about North Korea. Turns out it's true. So I know he did his 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 homework. And so so our goal is to help educate. All right, number three. Our writing should encourage. Our writing should encourage. So anytime that that I sit down to write my number one goal is to encourage the reader and help them walk away feeling enlightened. So I want my readers to walk away feeling enlightened. So even if I'm writing a, a sad piece, a piece that's going to make you cry, I want the reader to walk away thinking that, well, you know what? My life is actually um, is actually better than, than this poor saps. <laughs> You know, and, 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 and they're and they're really thankful for it. You know, they're 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 grateful that maybe they have a little bit better life or or maybe that they're still um still able to provide for their family or still able to breathe or whatever. You know, whatever it is that 
you know, that's there. Our goal is to encourage our readers to walk away feeling better about themselves, regardless if you're writing a happy piece or a sad piece. So as you work through your NaNoWriMo challenge, start typing those words away. Ask yourself this question. Is my reader going to be encouraged and will their hearts be riveted into contemplating their own life? Let me say that again. Is my reader going to be encouraged and will their heart be riveted into contemplating their own life? You see, we need to make sure that we put the goal into our writing to encourage our readers in a good way or a bad way so they can reflect on the good in their life and so that we can encourage them nonetheless. That's why we write. That's why we do what we do because we want them to reflect on the good in their life regardless of life circumstances, regardless of everything else that's happening around them in the world. All right, number four, your writing should inspire. You know, I believe every reader has this inner desire to be inspired. They want to jump into action. So whether they know it or not, they want to be inspired and they want to jump into action. And all our writing has is this, the power to make people change the course of their lives. That's why we write That's why we do what we do, because we want to change the course of people's lives. Our goal, whether it's in fiction or it's in nonfiction, is to change the course of people's lives. Let them think deep about their lives. Let them have this deep inner look so that they can pull the good out of their lives and they can move forward into the plans and the purposes and the the places that God has destined for them. So so I want you to think back, you know, kind of go rewind and think back to the article that you read last. Were you inspired to do something? Could you hold on to the, the feeling that it gave you? You know, I want you to write with that same kind of passion, write to give your readers the same experience that you had, where you felt excited, where you felt inspired, you felt encouraged to do something. That's what our writing is all about. Our writing needs to inspire people to action, inspire them to take a good hard look at their lives and say, my life is way better than somebody else's life. Or my life needs to change and I need to start making these little changes in my life so that I can live a better life. You know, we're, we're the, one week into NaNoWriMo and, and I just wanted to stop and encourage you to keep pressing forward. I wanted to help you educate and entertain and encourage and inspire your readers into action. And here's the deal. I believe if we keep our goals for why we write and what we're writing, I believe it's going to be easier for us to hit the 1,667 words needed to complete the challenge in 30 days. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go write your stories and inspire your readers like never before. Well, my friends, thank you for listening to today's episode. You can find the full show notes at jbcism.com forward slash 122, jbcism.com forward slash 
one, two, two. All right, my friends, go out, tell somebody about this show so we can spread the message and keep writing. Go to work, do NaNoWriMo, and get your book written. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening. This has been the JB Sism Show. You can find the archives of the show at jbsism.com or on iTunes. Don't forget to visit jbsism.com to download a special ebook when you sign up for the free newsletter. You'll get new episodes, updates, and so much more. This podcast is copyright Jason Sism and Sism Enterprise, all rights reserved. Until next week, stay motivated with clarity, take your message to the next level, and find success in your family, ministry, and life.